What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Before starting off with the general theme of the market, I just want to tell you guys that the best way to listen to these podcasts uh is to listen to them on 2x speed i know that i speak a bit slowly and uh in general you know it really saves a lot on time and it's it's a much more pleasurable experience if you listen to them on 2x so that's how i listen to them i just want to point that out that hey if you're still listening to it on 1x that is that's going to be quite slow and that's going to take a lot of time so i just want to you know put that out there and uh, with that the general theme for the day appeared to be quite flat as is visible uh, you know on the indices closing and in general the the mixed sentiments of the market were quite evident when you look at even some of the underlying stocks especially the ones that uh, were on my watch list one stock which is on my watch list and you guys know about that hopefully is glenmark and that that, that did decently well but uh, you know it obviously did see some some sort of resistance also so again you know a very mixed day in my opinion and uh, it it almost looked like it was continuing the indecisive trend that uh, you know we saw last week so i was hoping for a bit more uh, you know directional clarity even if uh, the markets would have been slightly slower but but you know neither of them happened the markets continued remaining slow and uh, they didn't they were not particularly directionally decisive either because as we'll see um, you know the, the indices did not close on a proper uh, you know proper decisive note so that that's my opinion on the general theme of the market again now we'll come to nifty Nifty closed at 11895.45233.35 points up which is a good thing however if you look at the low and the close of the day they were they you know really not a lot between them which shows that resistance at the higher levels was you know much more than support at the lower levels in fact uh, this is quite evident when you consider that the day's open for nifty was above 11900 but you know it ended up sliding just 5 points below 11900 but still you know it, it was unable to sustain that 11900 level and it has made several attempts in fact pretty much this entire week it's been attempting to uh breach and stay above that 11900 but it has been unable to do so so that's that's not really reassuring uh however one slightly positive aspect to this is that it's not sl- uh, it's not sliding below 11800 and 11800 in general looks like it's a strong support so that is one positive thing but you know really that 11900 uh, level is proving to be a bit difficult to breach and a bit difficult to sustain looks like because there's always there's all there's already been one breach but uh, you know actually carrying that breach forward and carrying that breach ahead is becoming a bit of an issue looks like so that's possibly the number one thing that one would notice and observe this the next thing is that the ad ratio the advances to declines ratio was 19 is to 31 which means that 19 stocks 
uh, you know went up whereas 31 fell down and uh, this is interesting because overall the day was positive but uh, you know the ad ratio was a bit off uh, you know sort of favoring the negative side uh, this poss- this could possibly be because while the number of uh, you know losers are higher the amount of the percentage terms uh, of the losers looks like it's lower than the winners because we've got some almost double digit gainers as we'll see in the top gainers list of this uh, section so that's possibly why we saw that happening and yeah i mean in general if if there's going to be a strong correction in the future then 11,800 should be a decent support as it looks like because it hasn't really slipped below that level yet. While it has attempted 11,900 breaches and all that, uh, that 11,800 level looks like it's intact for now. So, I mean, that that's on the downside. If the overall sentiment is positive, uh, you know, then then really that 11,100 level should ideally be a target purely because once that 12,000 level has been breached and sustained, it's a very smooth ride. And especially because that 12,000 level has already been breached last week or last last week. So it really shouldn't be an issue if and only if the underlying stocks are complying. And uh, this is quite possibly the most key thing that you have to keep in mind that unless the underlying stocks are cooperating and unless they are, you know, willing to go up and, uh, you know, actually going up, then and only then will the indices go up. And uh, this is something that I've been talking about since almost three weeks now. But uh, just to give you uh, sort of a brief on how important it is, just just take a look at the top gainers for the day. Infratel and Bharti Airtel. Infratel up 9.71%, closing at 228.9. And, uh, you know, Bharti Airtel closing 9.24%, up at 396. And this is, you know, these and a few others were mainly the big drivers for the day. So even though there were 31 declines, they managed to sort of tilt the uh, scale and tip the scale in their, in their favor. And which is why we saw a positive day. And that is also something which, you know, is important because unless that is going to happen, unless the stocks are going to pull Nifty up, Nifty is not going to magically go up, especially with, uh, you know, the indecisiveness that we've seen. I'm hoping, I'm sort of, uh, you know, praying that uh, we see some amount of clarity because two weeks just hanging in the air is a bit unusual. We've generally seen it either consolidating or just, you know, retracing or uh, going up. But right now, as it appears, not a lot is happening. It's it's consolidating, but then it's also retracing for a bit, as we can see on the charts. It's, it's really in two minds from what I can see. So uh, anyway, Infratel, 228.9 uh, closing. And uh, looks like it just retraced from a big gain that it made up and now it's just climbing up. I was looking for some Infratel news because uh, it's it's gained considerably, almost 10%. But I really couldn't find a lot of lot on it. Um, possibly it, it could be because, uh, you know, Bharti Airtel is the group company and uh, that has some amount of news, uh, which I'll come to in Bharti Airtel's analysis. Uh, but that could be one of the reasons. 
uh, Infratel, if you remember, we had spoken about it that it's nearing a support level and then it actually breached a support level and came to another support level. And from that support level, it, it made some very strong moves, after which it just fell and dropped. And uh, now it's sort of regained that uh, general position. My, you know, air quotes target for Infratel was approximately 250 or so because uh, that is where I felt that there is some major resistance. So till 250 or so, it should ideally have a smooth ride. And below 250, really can't say. Ideally, it should go up, but a lot of it depends on news and a lot of it depends on where, uh, you know, the overall sentiment of the market is. So the next stock for the day, Airtel. And uh, just under 400, uh, technically speaking, one of the reasons why it went up is because of that trendline support and is because of other support zones that we've seen in the past. Airtel is actually one of the stocks that we've talked about a lot in the past. So uh, technically speaking, that is the reason. Of course, 400, uh, uh, you know, that 400 level did act as a psychological resistance because 398.5 was the day's high. Coming to the news aspect of it. Now, if you recall earlier this week, you know, uh, Vodafone's, uh, the, the main, you know, not, not India Vodafone, but the main Vodafone's chief had made one statement that they are not sure if India's operations will continue and they are not sure if, uh, you know, they will be able to be profitable in this, in this uh, you know, sector and all of those things. So that might have been one of the reasons why Airtel went up. But from what I can, uh, from what I understand, Airtel also said that they, ha- they they are having second thoughts or something, whether they'll be a going concern or not. Basically, they, they are not sure whether uh, Airtel as a telecom operator will continue or not. So there's conflicting news. Looks like, uh, you know, the Airtel investors went with the optimistic way and that is why we saw 9.24% positive move. So the losers for the day, uh, IOC being the top loser, 3.87% down, closing at 131.55. And uh, this is probably because the government was thinking about cutting stake. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I feel that that should ideally be a positive thing. But uh, clearly the markets did not interpret it well or possibly they did not, uh, you know, look at it as such a big positive that warrants uh, a strong positive move. So that's what we saw with IOC and uh, really not sure what's happening here. Uh, Even on the charts, as I've said before, IOC, it'll just go up randomly, it'll come down randomly. It does not always, uh, you know, respect the support and resistance levels. So really not a stock that I'd recommend getting into. The next loser for the day is Hero Motors, down 1.94%, closing at 2,541. And uh, it's at a support zone now, so it was probably just looking for support zones. Now it's at one. And uh, assuming that there's not a lot of uh, negative sentiment around, and ideally there shouldn't be because I was looking at some, you know, GK news of for Hero Motors, just to see whether anything... Uh, happened over the weekend and i really couldn't find a lot so ideally it should take support from this uh, zone and uh, you know possibly make some good moves in the future coming to bank nifty's analysis now uh, apparently 
a few thousand crore worth of NPAs are going to be recovered. Apparently, that that amount is uh, twenty two thousand twenty six crore between SBI, Canara Bank, PNB, and ICICI Bank. And SBI will recover twelve thousand one hundred sixty one crore of NPAs out of this uh, sort of pool, and that is hopefully going to create uh, you know some amount of splash in the markets tomorrow. And if that does happen, then of course we should be seeing some very 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 strong moves, not just for Bank Nifty but also for Nifty, because uh, you know there are a few common stocks. So that that's what we should be seeing ideally. Now, what is interesting to note is that SBI was the third top gainer for Nifty on Friday with 5.54% up, 322.95 rupees closing. So, part of me is wondering if, uh, you know, some details of this were possibly leaked or some details of this were expected and all of those things and which is why SBI actually went up considerably five percent is not a five and a half percent is not a small number at all so part of me is thinking that that might have been one of the reasons if that is the case then tomorrow on monday we might not really see uh you know a massive splash but possibly the retail investors or possibly the people who weren't aware of this news uh might sort of jump on the euphoria train and drive uh the indices and the markets in one way or the other uh, so that that's my view on that and of course you know big news uh, will most likely be followed by big moves and that's what we've seen in the past unless it's been priced in for some reason because we've also seen uh, you know things happening where uh, you know it, it just just does not react to any news because it's already been somewhat priced in because uh, sometimes people don't understand what that news means for the markets and the underlying companies. So that that is also a possibility. Personally though, with uh, you know Bank Nifty closing just above 31,000, I, I believe that the day's low was 30,860 or so. And uh, you know the last traded price was just above 31,000. So that, that is a good thing uh, because it opened below 31,000. And, uh, you know, it, it even tested that 30,900 30, level because the low was below that and it managed to close above 31,000. So that shows that it's got some tremendous support at lower levels and uh, the resistance at higher levels is really not that much. 165 points, which is neither here nor there, especially when you compare it to just how much it managed to uh, recover during the day. So I feel that's a good thing. And uh, purely because of that, I feel that Bank Nifty sort of estimated or sort of predicted that something is going to happen over the weekend with that SR steel deal. And that's possibly why it uh, went up. We, we had nine advances and three declines, which is, which is a fairly positive ratio, especially when you consider that uh, the, the declines were really insignificant i mean one percent half percent point one three percent really not that much so i feel that that's something that might have happened there's always a possibility of that move being priced in already so uh you know really curious to see what happens one thing is for sure uh if tomorrow is a is you know an indecisive day it, it might really 
be a bit of be a bit of an issue because it will be damn boring because we've we've seen two rather i've i've encountered two entire weeks of indecisiveness and uh, another week of it is something that i will not be able to handle because uh, i'm sure you guys must have noticed this also that since the past two weeks most of what i say in this podcast has been very similar because not a lot has changed since then it's just that the markets are moving sideways and they're going nowhere and that, that's why you know it, it gets a bit uh, you know it gets a bit iffy here and there so that that is what ticks me off the most yes yeah, so that that is actually what ticks me off the most and i hope that purely for that reason the markets decide to move so that there's at least something to talk about uh, you know in on this podcast so with that bank nifty's gainers and losers sbi 5.54% up as i said closing at 322.95 uh, was the top gainer for the day followed by pnb bank pnb bank quick recap is also one of the banks which will benefit from uh, this you know 22000 crore uh, sort of bonus that they're going to get uh, pnb bank was up 2.82% closing at 62 rupees and uh, it's actually one of the banks that we've talked about a bit in the past and uh, in terms of where it's placed on the charts uh, when you compare it to sbi um, it's 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 very similar you know the chart patterns are a bit similar uh, you know both had spinning tops on friday both retraced for a bit it's 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 very similar i feel it's very closely matched so in general sbi pnb look like they are moving in tandem at least they moved in tandem for the last week um and that's sbi and pnb the top gainers for the day the top losers not really losers just barely uh, corrected for a bit indusin bank being the number one down 1.24% closing at 1358 that 1400 level did pose as a resistance because it was just not attempted the high for the day was 1388 and uh, on the charts looks like it's just retracing from its previous levels so if it does find support at any of the fib retracement levels then well and good otherwise it might just make a complete reversal uh, either way it it does not look that bad i mean uh, we've spoken about it indusin bank has uh, shown us some pretty you know promising uh, moves especially after it broke out of that trend line and you know went above those moving averages so it's a good sign it has a lot of supports down below as a result so ideally we should not be seeing a lot of issues here unless of course uh, you know the the sort of underlying uh, there's some underlying issue with the bank in which case we might obviously see a reversal the next loser for the day is federal bank down 0.41% again really not a lot but uh, federal bank looks like there was there was a lot of support at lower levels in fact the day's low was 84 you know that that was not the day's low the day's low was 82 uh the open was 84 so you know it it was right at open just just at open and uh, it managed to recover from that low pretty well which is a good thing it shows that it's unwilling to accept lower levels with the day's low being above 82 that is also a good sign because we've seen 70 76 78 levels in the past for federal bank not too long ago so you know really it does not look uh, that big of an issue again 0.41% not a big deal 
and i normally don't mention this because it's the third gainer i just talk about the top two um rbl bank was the next one down 0.13 percent possibly because of profit booking or some reason uh just wanted to mention that because we had mentioned it in the previous episodes and with that we'll move on to my trades my trade for the day was uh glenmark and uh, if you recall i'd mentioned that i'm getting into glenmark as a swing position and i exited it because it was not willing when i exited it it was not willing uh to you know go above or sustain above 300 so as a result uh you know i i said that hey you know it's it's probably time to exit it book a profit and uh, call it a day so I I actually just checked what Glenmark is up to right now. It was up six percent, and uh, it it closed at two hundred and ninety nine from what I can see. So it was probably a good call. Uh, whether it was or not, it it really uh, we we'll only uh, you know find out tomorrow when it opens and when it moves. But uh, you know, it looks pretty decent because uh, you know. I I I managed to get approximately twenty eight percent out of that uh, future, which is which is fair enough, I feel. And yeah, that that is pretty much it for my trades. Mm-hmm.